Hello, this is Occultus Anonymous with episode 12 in our ongoing mini-series, A Good Day to Die. Hope you enjoy it. Hi everybody, welcome back to Occultus Anonymous, our little corner of geekdom on the internet. Um, thank you once again for joining us, and I'm getting distracted because I forgot to read something. Um, we are, uh, as always, sponsored by Roll20 and viewers like you. Namely, Ryan Thomas. Ugh. Hang on. Ryan Thomas Vogel. There we go. Uh, Noba, Perry, Michael, Brandon, Catfeathers, Josh, Alexander, Puppeteer, Sina, Himmel, Moku, Melissa, Doc the Doomed, Other Michael, The Arcane, Bernie, Alan Michaels, Al, Yusuf Sama, Stay Lucky, I'll Get You Knocked All! Julian, <laughs> Delora, Jenny, Blood Angel, Jack, Zoltan, Funzo Suruali, Milo V3, Vortex, Adele, Crazyman1772, George, Woodfoot, Neil Megas, Chris, Shakara, uh, Running Out of O2 Camo, <laughs> Ghost, <laughs> Daniel, Thomas, Taryn, Angfaleth, Parker, and Riafio. Thank you very much for your support. Um, your ongoing contributions help us uh, refresh gear and pay for artwork and all kinds of fun stuff. So thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, when we last left our story, um, our intrepid adventurers had just entered the Temple of the Builders. Uh, there was a very brief altercation with some Klingons during which the, the captive prophet um, had been um, badly wounded by the Klingon Captain Bupak, who then seized the initiative and dashed through the quickly collapsing portal. Um, the Klingons were very quickly finished off um, thanks to a combination of great um, marksmanship and um, I think medical prowess, if I remember correctly. I could be mixing things up, but regardless, they were taken care of very, very quickly. And awesome readership, that's true. Um, the condition of the prophet was stabilized, though he still needs, there's more work to do to get him back to full health. So he's not, uh, he's able to function stuff, but he does have an injury. Uh, there was some back and forth about what to do, and it was decided that you guys needed to follow Bupak because he had gone through the portal with the intention of slaying one of the demons of air and darkness that apparently lies beyond. Um, throughout Many cultures' histories, they talk about um, an ancient race of conquerors that could just appear across the galaxy without ships and things like that. And uh, in the Klingon um, mythology, they were called the Demons of Air and Darkness. Um, examining the gate, um, Senator Colin pulled a little factoid out of her head that this gate kind of matches a report I saw that Kirk encountered on some planet. Um, it was uh, like an Iconian gateway or something like that. I believe that's what they called it. Um, and you guys theorized that whatever the captain was going to do on the other side was not going to be good for anybody. Uh, so you all decided to leave your red shirts behind, um, or your gold shirts behind, your one commander and the pilots, to watch over your captive Klingons. And all of you would step through the gateway to follow Captain Kupak. You stepped out of the gateway um into um a fairly large but modern looking chamber 
uh, kind of dim, and that's kind of where we pick up our story. Did I miss anything? Nope. I mean, other Nothing than so my good. spectacular, like, zero, zero with, like, three <laughs> dice yes. and determination. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something else. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you were going to activate yeah. the station defenses to assist you yeah. in taking care of yep. the Klingons, but... Uh, yeah. Kind of undersold Doc Hudson's heroic leap down it's into true. the action. Oh, I'm, yes, this is true. <laughs> so Dr. Hudson kind of ripped off his shirt and with a scalpel in his mouth, <laughs> leapt over the ring, did a three-point landing, pulled the uh, the wounded and dying prophet from behind in behind a console to give him some cover and like heroically saved him with just his hands and a toothpick. <laughs> and a medical tricorder. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> it was some pretty amazing rolls on, so it was pretty good. Um, so you guys have appeared on the other side of the portal. There is no way back. Yeah. So there's no see. shimmering. Yep. There's no shimmering portal for you to step back through. There's no gate here. Yeah. First You're thing I was doing room. was like touching the wall. I was like, is it solid? Yep. Yeah. Um, the walls all feel solid. Yep. Cool. Um, give me. Actually, I'll just give it a zero. Um, what uh, momentum are you guys at right now? We have five. Okay. Yeah, so uh, just as you can feel like, you know, uh, there was these lamps years ago and maybe too old for movie where uh, you could touch the, the leaf and the light would adjust. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the leaf. Yeah, so you could feel the electricity yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when you touch the wall, you can almost feel that little tingle of electricity as you touch it. It's not dangerous. It's not hurting or anything like that. It's like you're not going to short yourself out and, you know, release lightning or anything. But you can just sort of feel energy pulsing through the wall. Mm. Uh, There is one exit from the room. And it's over to you guys. How would you like to proceed? Well, considering it's hostile territory and we had made a plan before we entered the portal, Captain Titular still has his phaser pistol up and mm-hmm. uh, turns to Lieutenant Zeckelnen and says, Lieutenant Zeckelnen, mm-hmm. need we examine the surroundings before we proceed forward? Uh, yes, I want to see if I can find any trace of anyone around. So like the um, scanning I have been doing on the previous place. Mm-hmm. Can I try to do that again? Sure. Uh, that was it? reason or control science because it was using a tool yes um and i'll give you a one die as a bonus okay because you were so successful before three oh yeah yes so the difficulty was two mm-hmm. okay so you can obtain information or bank that one uh probably use it on the information but like what do I find out first? So you do detect the, um, the, the you detect Klingon life signs, but you can't get a fix on the position. Mm. So um, you're you're picking it up, but it's it, it's like it's obscured somehow, and you can't get any kind of detail for a bearing on it or anything like that. But somewhere within range of the tricorder, you're picking up Klingon life signs. Uh, am I picking up anything else? So, like the builders. Um, you are picking up energy signatures. Um, 
of various locations. And it looks like um, these are sort of almost like uh, habitations domes. Mm-hmm. And from where you guys are, you can pick up that there's uh, six of them. Do we know if we're on like a space station? You have no idea. There's no okay. portals that you can see out of. I think we're in like an enclosed hallway and Yep. Well you're okay. in a you're you're in what looks like an arrival room. Oh, okay. Right. There's no furniture or anything like that. It looks like it's just made for people to set people through, for example. Cool. Yep, uh, yep. but there there are you are detecting other chambers. Okay. Um What does it actually look like? Um I can show you. Like white tile futuristic kind of thing or no, um it's kind of dark and there's like uh, odd recessed lighting that uh, the colors kind of change a little bit over time. So it'll go from an orange to a red to a purple, back to an orange. Um, there appears to be some sort of power lines running through the walls because you can almost see the energy flowing, but there's no, like you don't actually see any cables or open wiring and stuff like that. Um, uh, like material wise? Uh, material wise, the- looks like it's some kind of like uh, possibly a metallic plastic sort of something um it's not a plastic touch or anything but yeah it's like a plastic sort of um it does like it's not a recognizable it's not clearly recognizable i was just trying to picture it in my head a little better um and the door is easy enough to open if you guys want to Mm. it's just a panel um lieutenant zeckelman sorry go ahead chris Mm -hmm. i was gonna ask the prophet um which way to the Med bay. Um, it points mm. to the door. Um, the chambers go in a circle, and it's the fourth dome, right, right before the the chamber of the builder. Convenient. I wouldn't be surprised if Kupak is headed there. Yeah, I can't get a beat on where he is. But there's definitely a Klingon here. Well, then let's make haste. Okay. Commander Kitneal, let's lead the way. Absolutely. Dr. Hudson, we'll drop you and the Prophet off at the Med Bay on our way to an encounter with Kabak. Lieutenant right. Zeckelnin, if you will, mm-hmm. please maintain the life signs you see in case you can get a more precise fix mm-hmm. as we get closer. All right. Uh, so you guys move down the corridor. Into the next chamber. We're actually using a map, guys. You're actually Whoa, using it. Well, that, but keep in mind, this is a logical diagram. It's not necessarily to scale yeah. or it's not physical, right? I have to move my character sheet now. Yeah. Um, and as you're moving down, there's uh, like almost like bracing archways in the corridor. Um, Ooh, this is interesting. Like none of the architecture you're looking at is squared, it's all sort of rounded and curved. Hmm. Um, and what you're looking at. So there's no sharp corners or anything. It just kind of comes to a gentle curve into a dome. Okay. Um, and you guys move into here, and it looks like uh, a lot of workbenches, analysis equipment, um, and what could be storage lockers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, like a large overhead device of some kind. Might be like a tractor beam or a lifter or something like that. Hmm. Um, there's uh, components. Um, set out um, on most of them they're fairly neat and organized but one that there's a it looks like a, 
uh, it's been swept partially clear. And you can see like a pink smear on the surface of the table. Oh, no. Uh, there's also about a half a dozen. They look like drones or some sort of robot or android or something. Um, but they are in pieces. Hmm. Um, some of them are still sparking as you guys enter. I suspect those were defensive. I'm sorry. Yeah, we should move more quickly. Yes, indeed. Um, at that, at this point, the prophet steps up and says, "That's the addition. Defenses have been activated." Prophet, didn't I ask you if there were defenses that we needed to be concerned about? You know, well, we can talk about that later. <laughs> the the out the outworlder must have activated them somehow. Normally, they don't they don't activate when we come. We know that they're there, but we don't. They've never bothered us. That's fair. Um, You've never tried to kill the builders. Yeah, and also it's <laughs> probably designed to be okay with our local friends. Which, by the way, Craig, could you remind me the name of the uh, of their species? Yes, um, I don't have it off the top of my head. <sighs> Where's my notes? The Kungaru. No, they're no. not the Kungaru. <laughs> Bugger off you. <laughs> Aliens coming out again. Ask me these questions. Um, the Nivade. The Nivade. Okay. And I'll put it in the chat so everybody can see. But yeah, this basically <laughs> looks like a like engineering lab. Drones went off. And pink blood is Klingon uh, for anybody who's just now catching up. Uh, I mean, obviously, I knew that, but <laughs> yeah, we, did men- we did mention it on a previous episode. We did indeed. Uh, <laughs> and I thought the doctor would surely remember that. <laughs> the doctor surely does. <laughs> the doctor would sure already have known. Yeah. That's very fair. Um, but Chris has got three active brain cells, and two of them are tied up with other things. Science officer definitely knows what Klingon blood looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I can't think any reason for us to stay here or loot anything. Or yep, no, right. not at the moment. Yeah, can deal. Uh, <laughs> not at the moment. <laughs> That's true. We have a lot of looting to do when we go backwards. Uh, we'll I mean, priority um, is saving the guy's life. Scientific Indeed. inspection, not looting. Scientific recovery. Yep. But yeah, moving forward. Uh, and Kit Neal is making a concentrated effort to be up front and putting the com- captain, you know, a few steps back. Okay. It's totally fine with the captain. All right. Um, so you guys move into the next space. Um, this, as you guys enter, and you guys can go ahead and move your tokens or whatever. <laughs> um, as you guys enter, um, Lieutenant Zakonin, this definitely looks... And feels it just has the air of a science lab. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of sensor equipment, like what looks like sensor equipment. You're not sure what any of it does. Um, there's like fume hoods and specimen containers and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and it looks like it's been pretty much um, tossed. Uh, stuff has been cleared off of shelves, like in a hurry. There's uh, cabinets are open and all the contents have been dumped onto the floor. Um, so it looks like somebody's gone through and just ransacked the place. I am real tired of this Klingon. 
No, no respect for proper scientific procedure. No, he's just here he's to wreck in, everything because fairy tales. He's in distress, you know, when you are in the throes of cultural belief. Um, it's a little can challenging. I just sort of try to see if there's anything immediately dangerous in here? Like, hey, yes, are there some, some nasty fumes coming up from some of these things that got smashed that we should probably sure. deal with? Um, you can give me a reason science rule. Um, there is nothing that appears to be immediately dangerous. Okay. Um, there are some compounds that appear to have uh, been spilled in the course of the ransacking, but they don't appear to be toxic or immediately dangerous. All right. A priority for in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, next room. Mm -hmm. I mean, do I see anything that looks like it might be useful there's a I lot feel like all of us fighting the klingon would might be okay but anything that might help there is a lot of stuff that looks useful like it all looks like tools and devices and if i know how to use it gadgets and stuff it depends on if you know how to use it yeah you um, clearly need three arms to manipulate a lot of this stuff i wouldn't say that but <laughs> okay um it's uh so imagine um, somebody from 1400s England walking into a modern science labor labor laboratory. There's all kinds of stuff. It looks like it does stuff, but they don't really know what, and they don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. have a context to understand what it does, or even if it's dangerous or not. So that's kind of the situation you guys are in. Like it looks like stuff, and it, it like it looks like it absolutely does something. You just don't know what. Yeah. So it would take some time and some science rules to um, to. To reveal that. Yeah. I mean, my bigger priority right now is haste, so. Mm -hmm. Time we will have after we save the life of a relic from a lost civilization. Right. Uh, the next chamber, as you guys move into it, um, has a definite feel for like a lounge area, mess hall, galley. Uh, there's some storage, what looks like food dispensers, kind of like your mm. replicators and things. Long tables, lots of chairs. Yeah, that sort of thing. We found our destination. Um, and it definitely <laughs> has on a, a smooth jazz. It definitely has a like a barracksy sort of feel. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and it's all but, been wrecked. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Nothing here appears to be touched. <laughs> There's a dead it. Klingon in the middle. Hooray! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Anything you guys want to do here? No, we want to okay. keep going. All right. Wait before the mission. Um, you move into the next area, and this, um, Doctor Hudson, is absolutely a medical bay. Uh, but not just a medical bay. There's also like you get a feel of this is probably medical research, not just medical treatment. Hmm. Um, so there's uh, exam tables and things that look like they would be medical instruments and that kind of stuff. Um, but there's also like a research side of the of the chamber, um, and there's like computer screens or what appear to be computer screens, sort of kind of floating next to the walls. But you can just kind of drag them around and leave them wherever they are, and then they stay. Um, right. You could probably, if you spend a little bit of time here, you could probably put together some stuff to do some work on the profit if you wanted to. I would love to do this thing. In the south end of the room, there is a large um, door 
that currently has an energy field over it. Mm. Um, the prophet kind of weakly says, oh, I've never seen that before. Um, and you also see, like, behind the energy field, it looks like there's uh, um, very light imprints of um, disruptor fire. Mm. Is, you mean it is currently shooting? No. Um, like, oh, okay. somebody had shot a disruptor. It did almost nothing to the door, and then oh, okay. an energy shield closed over it. Gotcha. All right. Interesting. So the prophet extends a hand and says, the, the builder is through that chamber. Hmm. Well, Dr. Hudson, before you attend to the builder, do you by chance, if, you know, fate is on our side, do you happen to have any more of that sedative you prepared when we were first assaulting the house with Kupak? Might prove quite useful here. I'm gonna say no, but you could right. you could um, fabricate some more or synthesize some more. Fair enough. I was um, trying to imply that I don't know. You mentioned at the beginning of the campaign, Craig, that there was a momentum-based mechanic for making s small narrative changes. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to go with what you just said now, but I was. Oh, um, that's what no, I was if you want to, thinking you of want to spend I, a couple of momentum to it up. an adventure. Yeah, we we haven't done anything like yeah. that yet, so yeah. that's what I was that's what I was asking about. No, that's so. fine. Just trying to do it in character. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's something Chris wants to do. So, well, I think in that case also, we would spend the momentum, and we would have have spare. Thinking, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Question is, how much momentum would that be? Two. Yeah. Yeah, because we might need it. Just oh, two. two isn't bad. Mm -hmm. Seems fine. We have six, right? Probably. I mean, I've you didn't use your we have five. information, so yeah, you'd have six. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. I thought she did. I did ask okay. fair enough. On the the next roll I made, I got two successes. I don't know what the difficulty was. It would have been. No, it was two for the next one that you made. So okay, then you need no. two for the first one, and you had one, but you didn't actually ask the the um, obtain information. So we just take that <laughs> momentum. All right, cool. Great. Okay. Yeah. So we. The question you did ask fell within what you're already scanning for, so I just gave it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't clear on that. Okay. Excellent. So, All right. so yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, I think it's up to you, Chris, if you think it would make sense for Doctor Hudson to still have some. Yeah, I think it probably makes sense. Cool. Sure. All right. So we spent two, got some. Um, I. Well. Suggest, Captain, that uh, the lieutenant and I work on bypassing this door. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. Since the doctor is probably going to need to see to the prophet. I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Captain then turns to Maya and says, Maya, this is a stressful scenario. and I know a lot is distracting and unfamiliar. But if there's anything in your stories, anything you've heard or gleaned from the tales of the prophets that might be relevant right now about their personal chamber, its protections, or the technology here, it would be really, really helpful. Um, so I'm just, I'm just going to summarize. The prophets were the ones that actually showed up here, but they didn't have a lot of technical knowledge. They weren't scientists. They were almost spiritual leaders. Okay. 
So she understands the technology because the prophets would sometimes return with pieces of technology um, or data pads with plans on it for new technology. And then mm. would analyze those and build things from them. Cool. So she knows a little bit about how their tech works. He just knows the rituals that he that have been passed down or that the builder has given him. But apparently he has had direct contact with the builder from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can describe that there's a chamber, like a large egg, Mm. that you can see the builder within but they they sleep there oh but such is their the power of their thoughts that their thoughts are able to communicate directly into his mind oh wow okay Ooh. oh if only i was vulcan <laughs> um. <laughs> it's very cool it's a mind yeah. melt. Let me see what you saw. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. I'm so, you, just trying to think of a way to like tap in. Um, so the prophet's the only one that's actually been here before. Okay. But he has no idea. He's never seen this energy field activated before. He's never seen the defenses activated. He doesn't know anything about it. But Maya is probably your best bet to figure out how to get it down. Excellent. Because yeah. she has, she's a xenotechnologist. Yeah. <laughs> The captain's goal will be to get her in a calm, focused mindset so that mm-hmm. she's best able to provide the relevant knowledge to Commander Kitneon and Lieutenant Zeckelman. And that can just be narrative if you want, but I'm also happy to make roles like presence command to have her um, focus. Yeah, uh, when we actually get to the point of making roles, I guess you do the Sounds good. that way. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where does everyone want to go and what do you want to do? And I will point out that there is no sign of Captain Pop. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, trying to think of what the task for working on this door would be, and if it would be better for me or the commander, because I do think someone should be on alert. Eyes up. I was expecting the captain may do that, Um, Mm -hmm. though the captain and I, I guess, we can swap positions. We're both good with control and security, so. Yep, captain is a total 14. Yeah, I don't know if it would be sixteen. Any engineering to mess with the tech? Mm. Could be, could be. Um, and there is an engineering lab within the facility. Mm. Oh, you know what? Okay, the captain looks around and says, "Wait a minute, we might be distracted here. There's an energy field over a door that's clearly impervious to disruptor fire. We know there's some chamber beyond or in somewhere else in this facility that." contains the builder and we don't know where Kapok is perhaps there's some other entrance that we haven't found and that's how Kapok has engaged the builder and then Captain Chichalor turns to the prophet and says when the builder speaks to you in your minds is there any way you have found to summon them to speak to them to draw them in when the time comes for a pilgrimage um, we come to the chamber of the builder and kneel and say our welcome and the the thoughts appear in our heads. What is your welcome? Um, there's a, a small ritual of welcoming that we perform. Would you perform it with me? Yes, but it, it needs to be performed in front of the, the builder's chamber. Perhaps if they're listening and they care about you as much as they have demonstrated before, they might be able to hear farther than you realize. 
it is possible. Um, I, I, I can try, but, um, and Dr. Hudson, he, he is still injured. So that might be something that might be more effective after he's been healed. Like he still needs help walking and stuff like that. Like he's not in immediate danger of losing his life or anything, but he's still pretty badly hurt. Now, if you want, you can give him a, have him give it a try now, but that might aggravate his injury. I mean, if Dr. Hudson says, hey, he needs to be healed first, Captain Jitchalor is not going to countermand that order. Yeah, it's. I think the, the situation here is like Dr. Hudson is clearly like looking over some things and making preparations. And you have like that amount of time to talk to him and then he's coming to get his patient. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, uh, so why not, while that's going on, while the conversation is happening, Dr. Hudson, why don't you give me a reason medicine role? Surgery? No, this is more finding finding gadgets that will help, unless you're just going to use your medical kit, which is fine too. But this is like preparing a space and making sure everything's copacetic and getting ready to do the surgery you need to do. Setting up your domain. What's the difficulty? Oh, um, difficulty one. All right. Ooh. Yeah, no sweat. You may yeah. obtain information if you wish, or bank that momentum. Um. Yeah. What? I guess my my role would be like, here's here's what will help me perform this successfully, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was ascertaining, right? Um, so for my question is, what is one helpful thing in the room for the others on the mission? For the others on the mission. Mm, I like mm. that. Um, there appear to be um, in a cabinet next to one of the beds that you're working on, there appear to be it could be like medical kits, but sort of automated medical kits, mm. um, which might prove useful. You're not entirely sure what they do, and you're not entirely sure how to use them, but they appear to be like sort of a, a futuristic first aid kit. Autodocs. Yeah, something like that. Disabilities of dock wagon fight. contracts, too. <laughs> Shadow and reference. Never mind. Sorry, I spoke over you, Ash. Oh, yeah. It's like a little thing you can take into a fight with you, and it can stitch you up if you get shot. Possibly. Maybe <laughs> it would take some um, analysis and investigation to figure out the details. Yeah, I pointed out to uh, Lieutenant uh, Um You may want to have a look at this uh, piece of technology here. It appears to be some sort of automated med kit if i'm going to be here depending on how quickly you all get into that door of course um then a backup strategy should you be injured okay. might be helpful okay all right so the the kits look fairly straightforward it's sort of like a almost like a lozenge lozenge shape 
kind of like a squish, slightly squished football size, roughly. Oh. Um, and uh, inside, there's various components that are all sort of connected. It looks like it does its thing on its own almost, hmm. but you're not sure how to activate it. It would take some analysis to figure that out, if you wish. Yeah, can I study it? Um, you may study it. Um, I'm going to queue that up. Mm-hmm. What does everyone else want to do? Because we're getting into, we're, I think we're going to be getting into some time segments now. Um, as we explore the space, find tools or whatever it is mm-hmm. you guys want to do. Yeah, we're not necessarily, not necessarily working against the deadline. Right. Um, but I, time I will fluid. tell you from the, um, the uh, tricorder scan that Lieutenant Zakolin are doing there, it doesn't appear that there's like hidden doors or secret passages. You fully have explored the space you have access to. Okay. So it doesn't look like there's an alternate way to get into the, the chamber of the building. Gotcha. But there's also like you're still getting those life signs of a Klingon. So somewhere mm-hmm. in the spaces you have been in, it's there's here. a Klingon, but you haven't seen him. Oh. Ah. Yeah. That was that was my next thing. <laughs> yeah. So you've gone literally through the place. There's no Yay. backtracking available or anything, and you have not seen him. Was there oh. anything that looked big enough for a Klingon to hide in? Or do they have like personal cloaks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah. They got invisible spaceships. You know, if Lieutenant Zeckelman said something like that, and we've stood around like thinking about stuff, Captain Chichlor says, that wily, wily gapak. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he says, patak, right? And he turns to our Klingon ally and he says, um, it seems we need to hunt him. I bet he's waiting for us to open the door. He's hiding somewhere, and he hmm. expects us to give him access. It seems like he was able to do it himself. That would make sense. He's outnumbered, and he knows it. We should be no fewer than two. If he is able to obscure himself from us somehow, he'll be looking to pick off lone people. Indeed. And Captain Jitchelor turns to um, Commander Kitneal and says, Commander Kitneal, join us. And then turns to Com- Lieutenant Zeckelman and Dr. Hudson and says, Oh crap! No, that's not good. Somebody needs to guard them. Okay. Um, the lieutenant can defend herself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but I just mean if the lieutenant is working on the door and the doctor's working on the prophet, and a cloaked Klingon yeah. comes up and shoots from the doorway, that's dangerous. Right. And so, with like away mission protocol, the captain wouldn't want to leave two people who are working on focus tasks alone. That's all. I not think that- at this point we can pause on the door. If, okay. Because, and find because, the Klingon uh, first. Right. Because cool. that was my realization idea. we mentioned earlier with the disruptors. It's like he hasn't gotten through unless he, you know, stuck through. So, yeah, at this Fair point, enough. we hold off on that, work on the the lozenge, the, uh, the med kit, um, and uh, the doc. I can uh, stay here with them. And then you and uh, Winod can uh, go hunting. So we have a, that that awesome, the captain and the Klingon are forced to work together <laughs> scene. <laughs> yeah, I think, so that assuages my concern. That, yeah, okay, like, uh, Lieutenant Zeppelin will be um, caught unawares. So, <laughs> thank you. All of my songbird instincts in my brain are just like, just walk down the hall talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems to be a Klingon thing to do. I heard there was an oh, invisible yeah. ass bitch in here. <laughs> 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 
started insulting his mom. Come out and fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just started talking mad smack about his family. Talk his, shit his, about his family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a, a ancient earth wisdom, though. Uh, talk shit, get hit. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right. So then, shall it be three or two? I, I would like that's what I was saying. If it's the two of you, um, mm -hmm. and it sounds then, like fun, yeah, cool, let's do it. Okay, so who's gonna go where then? Uh, the Captain. commander is staying in the medical lab, basically watching over Dr. Hudson and uh, the lieutenant. Maya, I think, is working with the lieutenant yeah. on the lozenge. So, yeah, I was gonna mm -hmm. have her help me out and see if we can. Figure out how to turn it on. Okay. Fantastic. Cool. And uh, Wadun's coming with you. Yes. Hudson. Um, Hudson's working on the profit, and then Commander Kidney will stand guard. Yep. Yep. Nice pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as cool as Ralph's, but then again. Oh. You want me right. to send you one? I'll send you one. <laughs> so the two of you are going to be just. Like doing a room to room search, or like, are you just going to phase your entire areas, or how are you planning on tracking uh, on down? Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to do it um, like uh, like we had an impaired sense of sight, and we had to rely exclusively on our sense of touch. So we'll bring in, you know, like a stick or something. We're sure. both people who are sighted, and so we're less familiar with relying on a sense of touch. Uh, however, I think that we should be able to work something out. So we have some implements that aid us in trying to confirm the presence of something at a distance. So I figure, you know, like a long pole in one hand and sure. a phaser pistol in the other, or a disruptor, depending upon what, who we are. Hmm. Reminds me of Makabara. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Every now and then, when you're training for the Yushan, they tell you that you need to rely on more than your standard senses, because anything can happen in a duel. Someone can slice you across your forehead and blood can drain on your eyes. You can be so cold on the ice that you lose your sense of touch. Your hearing can go out and you lose your sense of balance, and so... You always need to figure out how to rely on as much as possible to make good choices and to remain aware. Yeah. I'm not surprised to learn that you and I have those things in common. I've heard of the Ushant. I mean, he met the Ushant. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's talking about the wider oh, that's for sure. cultural. Yeah. Yeah. cultural. Yeah. Your people are warriors. As are yours. Why? The Federation? It's a good question. We were one of the first to join. I know. I think our people realize that despite our millennia of fighting and indulgence of our passions, that we gain something from tying ourselves to others who have different goals. Because... When you get to the end of your life and you've conquered all your enemies and demonstrated that you're stronger than them, what are you? What are you when you're laying in your bed? If you haven't died of battle, in battle, 
if you've overcome all challenges possible through strength of body and force of will. No one wants to die like that, alone, feared, but unloved. It is a poor fate for a warrior to die in their bed. Yes. And so we realize that there needs to be more so that we can fight the battles, so that we have more opportunities to fight for what's right, and that we can meet others. And he turns and looks earnestly at his Klingon companion, he says, so that we can meet others who have similar things in common and realize that the things we share are a source of strength, not a source of strife. He kind of looks at you. It's hard to get a read on his face. But you have a feeling that there's a, on some level, a reevaluation going on. Mm. Um, do you guys want to, what do you want to do for a search roll? Okay. Sure. I think uh, control security makes sense. Sure. I'm not telling him what to do, so I'm not going to argue command in any way. Uh, I think trying to keep our wits about us, feeling around, being as careful as possible with the tools we have and the senses available to us. So, uh, considering this is important, and is this a role per room or is it going to be a role just generally throughout the, our searching that's happening? Generally throughout, it'll be like a role per time segment. Okay, great. Then, uh, I think, uh, I, if the rest of the the rest of the folks are okay with it. I think Captain Trichelor and Klingon Ally would each spend one momentum to roll three dice because the consequences of this roll are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Want to find the guy. Great. I'm going to roll a die, and uh, I think team dynamics might be relevant considering I'm trying to comport myself well sure. with this guy. Cool. Alrighty. So we're rolling control security, three dice. Team Dynamics Focus. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> hmm. Spend one of those momentum to cancel out the... Yeah. Or hmm. take the complication. That could be fun. Take the complication. Let's see what happens. It's interesting for the story. Yeah. We don't. I don't know what the difficulty is, so I can't like, yeah, project how much momentum aren't they would usually, have gained. Aren't they usually like uh, opposed roles? Um, oh yeah, I guess yes. it can be if we're mm-hmm. if we're doing that. Because mm-hmm. um, he's trying to evade. Um, I'm wondering how to deal with that complication. Hmm. Get at threat. Maybe they could break. That's something a standard thing you do while searching. They screw something else up. Uh, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Um, Same team, Ash. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> gonna remind you all that when mage starts up things oh. go wrong when things fail it's fun guys i promise no i've already told you part. about a desire to break things <laughs> no, i love the um the devil's bargain mechanic when other players can suggest them mm-hmm. it's like oh, yeah, yes. you can do this horrible thing to them um so you guys are like um actively swinging your the poles or improvised poles around mm-hmm. um Trying to be random and surprised, and so if somebody's trying to sneak past you, you'll like, yeah. catch them off guard. And that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's almost like you're fencing with a quarterstaff against invisible opponents. Right? All I can think of is like eight year olds who got that cool stick, that sword, and now they're just yeah. <laughs> 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 
pretty much. Totally. Um, and uh, you uh, get a little overzealous with one of your swings and you uh-huh. lead into um, what looks like a sort of a technological pillar of some kind. Oh, no. Um, and then uh, as the ringing of the metal is quickly fading, uh, you hear the sound of energy starting up. Oh, no. And then the sides of this cylinder sort of pop out and become arms. Oh, and the lower crud. sides pop out and become legs, and it stands uh-huh. up and just sort of swivels to you and extends arms. Oh, so that'll be our complication. We'll have a little combat with a droid. All right, that seems important. Uh, and oh, it's appropriate. a combat droid. I was thinking it's a friend droid. No, <laughs> it's, it's trying to give you a hug. Uh, I was gonna say, considering... butler droid, perfect. <laughs> Considering it's probably going we to be will relevant, because <laughs> it'll probably be relevant for this combat, and the droid's right in front of us. Um, how much momentum did I gain from my roll? Um, you would have gained well. Um, it's a competing you roll, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know what his his no. result is. Yeah, no, so. uh, there's no momentum. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, so you guys go first. All right, sounds good. Swing with a staff, drop it, pollution tour, or fire phaser at point blank range. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Is there a benefit for firing ranged weapons at point blank? Uh, no. No? Okay, gotcha. No. Then, uh, yeah, I'm going to pull out the Ushan Tor. Okay, go for it. I'm going to take out that droid. So, uh, drop it, pull out the Ushan Tor. Uh, let's see. Spend, um, no, we only got two momentum. I'm going to um, add a point to threat. Okay. And uh, roll some hand-to-hand combat sure. with daring and security. All right. I think that's right. Cool. Yeah. Take that again. Man, getting these complications. My complication range is only one, so that's two twenties. All right. Um. So you score a hit on the droid. Yep. You go ahead and roll your damage. Cool. I got two, so that's one momentum over. Um, does the droid have resistance? No. Okay. Then, hmm, going to bake momentum and do extra damage. I think do extra damage, maybe. Let's see. Oh, yes. Ooh. Oh, man, that is oh 12 damage. I believe that is as close to a critical as we can get with damage. Yeah. Whoa. All right. I'm vicious um, as well. I don't need to re-roll damage. Let's keep that momentum. <laughs> so 13 damage. You go to swing at the droid. The droid chases swing at you, and you just sort of block it with your uh, with your offhand mm-hmm. and stab with the Ushan Tor <laughs> and clean right through like the the aluminum foil sort of skin, <laughs> uh, right through the f- supporting subframe and into the center of the power core. Um, the droid immediately <laughs> does this jagged dance as blue lightning dances over the surface. And it collapses into a smoking heap in front of you. <laughs> you in grab both arms what? and rip them off while screaming <laughs> like a barbarian. It, in front of Wanad, shall I remind everybody, <laughs> yeah. proving once again, dude, the captain you do not mess with. Mm-hmm. And Wanad just kind of stands up to it, looks down and says, oh, it was weak anyway. <laughs> Keep telling yourself Sorry. that. Go ahead. What'd you say? And one time segment for Captain and Okay. Right. Cool. So back in the medical lab, Dr. Hudson's doing surgery. Um, this will be an extended task. 
um, you need three successes to complete the task, like three successful tasks to complete it. Um, and then it'll just need a little bit of time and recovery after that. Does that make sense? All right, um, so difficulty would be normally be two, but because of your field medicine specialization, um, that reduces it to one. Mm -hmm. So it should be fairly straightforward, providing there's no complications. Sure. The reason science? Yep. Uh, no. Um, or reason medicine. medicine. Sorry. Yep. Cool. And surgery. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay, mm. no problem. You may bank momentum or um, obtain information if you wish. It'd have to be both the tasks you can perform those. You're probably just going to bank it. All right, and that's one for doctor. Okay, so awesome. banking one momentum. Is that what I just heard? Yep. <laughs> yep. Great. Uh, Lieutenant Zakolin and Maya. Um, what is it you guys are trying to do? Figure out a way to get past the force field. I think they were no, we're the... messing with the little um the. Oh, you're working on the medical uh, the kit. little auto docs, yeah. No problem. Um, try to figure out how to make it work. Um, um I'd call that reason engineering. Sounds good. Um, unless you want to assist with something else, make it make a pitch. No, that seems good because we're messing with the tech trying to rationalize it how it yeah. works figure out how to how to make it work yep. okay and also what it does exactly <laughs> um, um i don't so, have any suitable focuses so um she has a focus in xenotechnology so this would absolutely apply so if you want to assist her unless you want to roll um she's what got, are her uh, she's rolling um a target 10 i'm rolling at a 14 Okay, so go ahead and then she'll assist you. I will roll. Okay, right, so, so that's two successes. Two successes, which is what you needed. Okay. Um, and you figure out how it all works. Um, when you activate it, it basically just um, becomes mobile in three dimensions, uh, performs a scan, and then applies the particular surgery or first aid or medications uh, that you need. Um, it appears to have a wide range of physiologies that it supports, uh, which include um, your species. Mm, That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They right. had us um, in their database. So it, it has a, there's an onboard database of a bunch of different species. And for sure, you can tell it it can support yours. You'd have to spend momentum for obtaining information to get more details. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, you have one of these kits and it is working like for the information would that be to find out if it works on all of us to get more details out of it you know that it, the one that you have supports the Andorian physiology mm -hmm. um, how many are we at we aren't at we are at four right now do you mind if I spent one uh, sure go ahead yeah, yeah good um, resource I just want to do like a glance through and see, like to make sure that these would cover humans. Trill seem like a weird one to be in it if they are. Um, mm. Just like if anything else stands out. 
Beyond just does this cover us and does it cover anyone? Um, it's really supports, unusual. So it, it supports an amazing range of physiologies um, and, and species. A uh, human is among them. Um, although it seems to reference three different species of human. Huh. So like it's human A, human B, human C. Um, it also supports uh, Klingon. Um, and most of the older species in the galaxy are all represented, but including uh, most of the Federation species that are currently active, um, including Trill. Um, okay. There's also two entries for Trill. Oh. Don't look into that, Lieutenant. I'm <laughs> 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 looking at too closely. <laughs> um, so like, it's kind of a made, it, it appears to synthesize what it needs on board, um, almost in a replicator like structure. Oh, so cool. it can just on the fly synthesize medicines or equipment for or sessions of tools. Persons, yeah. Yep. Um, it can also be in a standby mode where it just follows you around, monitoring you for um, toxins or diseases or injury, and automatically will apply um, whatever it can do to help. So you can just activate it and put it on standby mode, just hover around near you. Yes, I would like this first aid puppy, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell, does it only work for, like, a person? Would everybody um, need one? Yeah, it, it would be dedicated to an, an individual. Okay. It wouldn't be able to cover a group necessarily, although you could shut it down and activate it again over an injured person and it would activate over them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to, like, make it follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll wait until... It seems like someone else might want it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so that's one time interval for... Uh, second time segment, Captain and Wadoon. Mm, Captain Wadoon. Keep Go going. Ahead and do another circle. Indeed. But uh, can I, uh, like, uh, let's see, provide a little um, color to what happened with the droid? For sure. Um, uh, right after the Ushantor tears through the foil and he subdues the droid in one blow, right? He looks around bloodthirsty for Gapak and yells at him, Come out, you cowardly Patak, and die like a flimsy droid. Give me presence and command. All right. We all spend a momentum. And mm. it's a long shot. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of a focus applies. Uh, might be an unorthodox solution to find in a hidden person. Well, I was going to say, don't you have diplomacy? I do have diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Klingon diplomacy. Because, and, and, and hear me out, Craig. Diplomacy, oh, Klingon. <laughs> well, A, that. But also, diplomacy is knowing the right thing to say, but also the thing not to say. Or in this case, we're saying the thing you do, you wouldn't want to say to upset somebody. Mm. I'm going to take a moment a to investigate that a little bit because I want to make sure I get that one right. So talk amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. All right, so, sounds good. if you aren't aware, 
TriitCon is coming up in just under a Three month. Weeks. Three weeks. Um, oh, yeah. And so if you're interested in a lot of different RPGs that you've never played before, would you like to try it? See, it's right in the name. Um, that's, is it TriitCon.com? TriitCon.net? I don't have it handy. Uh, yes, I do. It's right here. Um, it sounds like tabletop or something yeah and it was a sub page yeah there and there uh, for youtube guys it'll be in the comments uh or the description uh twitch guys i'll get a link here momentarily uh or maybe chris will uh but i'm running two mage games chris is running thirsty sword lesbians and masks and i'm kind of irritated because his games look like they've already filled up and i've only got <laughs> one seat uh taken currently but yeah um because I picked good games that people want to play. So it's the person about to launch <laughs> into was, a second mage campaign. Right, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and Thirsty Sword Love is just so much fun. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, and Mass um, yeah. is very fun. So if there are spots left, try shit. and jump in. But there's a bunch of other stuff. There's Because uh, I'm not trying to promote just our game. So, you know, come hang out and you know play those. Mm. But like, uh, there's a couple different werewolf games, some vampire games, some D&D games um star trek i think somebody's doing a star trek game yeah. uh so there's a bunch of different stuff if, so if you've similar to what hopefully you've been watching uh on our mm-hmm. channel where it's like hey we're gonna play blades in the dark now we're gonna play star trek just to try something different go go swing by it's like two dollars to get a badge and then two dollars minimum to get into a game but that's that's basically to cover organization and if you pay more than two dollars a game it's basically going into the gm's pocket to pay them for their services or potentially uh, a charity. Uh, they've got two charities that <laughs> yeah, they've picked out uh, that the whole convention is supporting and some GMs uh, may be sending their funds to other charities that mean something to them. Because uh, I think that's what, I think, Chris, you're doing that. You're doing... Yeah, I'm I'm going to be doing probably the Trevor Project um, for mine. My games, I think, are set at $6, so $4 coming to me. So... Uh, hopefully just a nice little donation to send along. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're joining and you want to match my donation or whatever, always happy to see that kind of thing going on. Yep. Uh, All right. oh, uh, yeah, there's turn. a lot of good games. There's a dungeon world that looks super fun. Mm. It's where in order to graduate pastor class at wizard school, you have to go demon hunting. Yeah, there, there, there's there's a lot of really good stuff uh, and some really fun little, hey, this is definitely good for a one shot and you wouldn't want to do it in a full campaign. And all of if them you, are designed for like you coming in and have no idea how to play. So if you want to be in a game where you see me get to be horrified by things, <laughs> um, you can play Bluebeard's Bride with me on Saturday night. <laughs> It's the witchcraft version. There's also a sci-fi version on Sunday night. That one's right out. (laughs) (laughs) Scared in space. (laughs) No, thank you. You're already scared. Yeah. All right. So I'm good to go now. If we, if the uh, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, So I note in the rule book that intimidation and diplomacy are separate focuses. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure I clarify that um, because this would definitely fall under an intimidation rather than diplomacy. Fair enough. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the goal of diplomacy is building a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So you know what not to say, but it's not a, you know, instigate hostility kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Well, Intimidation then, is to try and draw somebody out or get their higher up or that kind of thing. Totally. And sometimes you don't know what the outcome is when you provoke someone, right? Mm-hmm. So might you say that it's a risky thing to do? 
I would say it's a risky thing to do, sure. All right. <laughs> Trying to okay. provoke an invisible Klingon. <laughs> Fantastic. Sure. All right, that works for me. Cool. So presence command. Uh, I spent one momentum to increase the die pool to three. And you said this is a long shot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Need more dice. Yeah, do I want to do it? If it's a long shot, might work. Might. Listen, Captain Chichelor wants him to come right now so we can dispatch him and find the builder, right? Mm-hmm. And he thinks his force of will is the best way to solve problems. Ralph? So it's a bold action. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want from us? Exactly. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm going to spend one threat to add a die and spend two momentum to add a a fourth die or a second additional die. And then I'm going to spend my determination to attempt this risky maneuver to summon a Klingon from his hidden position by insulting his bravery. Now I need that D&D spell. Summon Klingon. (laughs) Summon bigger fish. (laughs) Four. Here we go. Old reference All right. for you. Seven. Give me that seven. Let me re-roll this see if I get my determination back. Nope. Hmm. Determination spent. And how cool. much momentum did you spend there? I spent uh two momentum. Okay. I so spent we're down one to threat one? and two momentum. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending upon what the target here was. I got That's seven true. successes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so just I'm gonna put you guys about there. All right. You hear? Uh, so you bellow your challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you hear like a sort of guttural kind of growl roar <laughs> coming from around here, and then the sound of running feet uh-huh. away from you. Oh, okay. Towards the medical Towards lab. Us. Toward the medical bay. All right. Uh, Commander Kidneyl, can you give me a whatever you want to pitch me for perception? Well, at this point, Commander Kidneyl has only been really worried about that door. Because at this Mm -hmm. point, he's walked to the medical bay. He's got everybody in here, you know. Um, And so I think he's been standing with his tricorder <laughs> on just like wide band scan <laughs> with, with his phaser right behind. Um, and I'm, I'm leaning towards control and security, um, but uh, I could do control and engineering instead if. Uh, and this is necessary. more than just a tricorder thing. So I'll go with control and security. Sure. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I will spend our uh, last momentum, I believe. Yep. That's right. Unless I got some momentum. Um, on that roll against uh, Gapak. No, you, um, yeah, one momentum because you beat him by one. Okay, okay. cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> so good. All right, so we're down to one. You just spent one, right, Drew? Mm-hmm. Correct. Cool, cool. Excellent. That's all we need. All right. Um, so you hear the sounds of somebody coming and they sound angry. You just heard the captain taunting him in the next room. So it's pretty easy for you to conclude something's coming and who it is. So running down the corridor towards you is invisible. You don't see anything. Right. There's no shimmers in the air or anything like that, but you can definitely hear the footsteps of somebody running towards you 
and like angry roars are coming. <laughs> so what would you like to do? The initiative is yours. This is so good. <laughs> 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 Laughing invisible thing on. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably so it's comi- comically stick out your leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, w- I was I was having a flashback to like phaser. our second session and just the the face palm. <laughs> just catch him uh but i really don't want to be in melee with the clan uh so yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a shoot um and i think i'm gonna have like band. you know a moment where i turn off the targeting computer and center myself um <laughs> use the force <laughs> i would buy that as an intuition um well, what that insight? No, 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 no. We don't need to be yeah, using. Yeah. Okay. We don't need to be using insight in here. That's <laughs> that's a big no. You can hold that one of your previous lives was like blind. I was actually. I was going to say. I think I'm going to use my join trill uh, thing, uh, but I was trying to figure out what what relevant skill or study would focus, and because it's like blind fighting doesn't seem quite the the thing. Um, but I think I'm actually going to hang on to that for now because we've got a long uh, mission ahead. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to rely on uh, daring and security and just that pot shot. It's right there. It's got to be kind of thing. Ranged or physical? Oh, definitely ranged. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead and take your shot. Uh, this is not a. This is not a guaranteed. Like one success, more than. Oh one sure, success. yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, though uh, I, I am going to clarify. Mostly because it makes sense in terms of I'm trying to hit a, uh, you know, invisible target. I'm charging for a wide beam. Sure. Um, so what so... I will do then is reduce the difficulty by one. Oh, okay. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Now, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, Don't yeah, roll I, a complication. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so uh, I have recovered momentum, so I'm going to spend a momentum to get an, an additional die. Mm-hmm. So I've got the three die there, mm-hmm. um, daring security. And then my focus does apply because I am using hand phasers. Fire! I mean, literally, but also figuratively. Uh, Are you two able to re-roll any of those? Um, that's what I was wondering. Uh, I don't believe so. Do no, you do cautious? Not. Okay. Uh-uh, so, I don't. What's that? Uh, Rolf was asking if I had cautious, and I do not. Okay. Um, so the difficulty was three to shoot an invisible Klingon in their corridor. However, because you're doing wide beam, it reduces difficulty to two. Awesome. So you manage to tag him. And go ahead and roll your damage. Yes. Chalice, that is. Two, three, four, five. Uh, Okay. Um, So you wing him pretty good. Um, And there's a shimmer in the air. So you kind of see the outline of him in the broad beam of the phaser fire. Sort of sparkle against him. And then there's a shimmer in the air as whatever was stealthing him shorts out. Yes. He kind of bounces off the wall a little bit and then <laughs> looking past you uh, takes his disruptor and fires. He's trying to kill the prophet. He's trying to kill the prophet. Oh God. Control and security. So y'all understand what happens when you attack a doctor's patient, right? 
<laughs> this activates the doctor's trap card where he berserker rages. <laughs> I mean, it's Chris. Somewhere in here, there's a berserker rage button on this character. I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's there. Okay. Okay. He is definitely not looking good. Oh, he, he said you uh, used one threat? Yep, he used one threat. Okay, I'm going to mark that off. And success was Ooh. all he needed. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Challenge dice on his disruptive pistol. Oh, and a really, really terrible roll. Oh, that's great. Uh, so four? Four. Yep, so four. Uh, where did I put the dude? Where's the dude? To be fair, he was pretty hurt. He was pretty patched up, though, and has had one round of getting patched up since, too. You got one injury. I think he can right. take others. So you are in the middle of surgery, <laughs> and Dr. Hudson, and you hear a commotion off to the side, but you're in the middle of surgery, so fuck that shit. <laughs> the, the commander's there to look after things, and he's going to do I'm glad you job. understand. <laughs> All right, and then this disruptor beam kind of arcs through your field of vision. <laughs> And grazes your patient right across the chest. It's not a deep wound. It's still a disruptor <laughs> pistol, and it still does quite a burn across the chest of your patient, who is currently sedated, does not react, um, and then splashes harmlessly against the bulkhead beside you. And you look up and you see Damn this it. this fucked up Klingon, um, <laughs> who's sort of staggered against a wall, has shot through Commander Kitnell, um to try past, and get not through past. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so that's where we're at for the combat. Everyone in the room can, and you guys as well. So everybody actually can decide who goes next. I Ooh. shoot him. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, okay, I, I have a suggestion uh, uh, for the narrative. Wouldn't it be cool if we're Dune? Disable nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay. I want this one for us. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Roll. Shot him for like 12 damage or something, didn't I? What'd you say? Uh, when I shot him before. Mm -hmm. You'd wrecked him. Doctor, do you want to shoot him? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, again, still busy with surgery. Sorry, yeah. my, uh, my phaser's not sterilized for surgery. <laughs> I'm just imagining looking up from my little spot on the floor where I've been tinkering with a thing. Just... Very indignantly, mm -hmm. <laughs> pull pull the phaser and fire. Oh, the disruptor! Mm -hmm. I have a disruptor pistol. It was daring to shoot it. Yeah, uh, control, uh, control, control. Uh, same stuff for me. Yeah, it mine was daring just because it's the wild shot. Yeah, and just for the audience at home, generally melee attacks would be daring, but range attacks would be control. Mm -hmm. I got right. two successes. Uh, no problem, and you can bank one of those or take it for extra damage. Uh, he has resistance, think, right? Or yeah, bypass resistance. He has resist or bypass resistance, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so you bypass resistance, go ahead and roll your challenge dice. And I think I tabbed on this to make it work correctly. You just click the down at the bottom. Oh, yep, there we go. Oh, so holy moly. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Well, she had to draw the pistol, so that was her, her minor action. 
No, it just, it's a disruptor pistol, though. Oh, because you used a disruptor pistol, right? Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Okay, so Gupak um, gets hit square in the side of the chest. And then there's he turns kind of glowy orange for a moment, and then he's gone. As in, and, and, and to clarify, Craig, that is the is sign that of that is a disruptor pistol kill. Like that's a disruptor pistol kill. He's been disintegrated. <laughs> pile of Klingon dust. Yep, on the ground. Yep. Yep. Finger of death. So the, yeah, there'll be some genetic debris some left behind in the deck plating and that kind of stuff. But yep, he is definitely not a factor anymore. <laughs> just like there. Okay. Q Joe Rogan. Good nice is not a factor for you. <laughs> sorry, Chris. Yeah. Sorry for. It's just like a offhanded, like just sort of frustrated. Nice work, Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like straight back into. I was. And I'm, fix I this imagine like you're too. Like, imagine like you're staring daggers at the commander as you say. Nice work, Lieutenant. And then get back to surgery? No. I mean... Okay, okay. Because it was supposed to be his job to protect you from that kind of thing anyway. Um, Now, the the damage to your patient was not severe. um, But I will say that it increases difficulty back up to what it was. Okay. Um, So we're up to a difficulty three now. Um, Just because that's a complication that you're having to deal with now. Mm -hmm. Do we have any momentum available? Uh, we I have think... one. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait. The difficulty was one to hit Epoch, right? Yeah. So then we have two. Uh, she's oh, wait. Yeah, she got best resistance. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we do have one. Right? Which wasn't needed, but whatever. That's fine, because it was one and bumped up to two. A reroll. Oh, for, for cautious. Yeah. I thought it was three bumped up to... Three, three bumped down to two because of his right. talent. Bump back up Field to three missing. because the injury oh, okay. sustained while in surgery. Oh, yeah. So re-roll. So you get a re-roll on. No. no. Okay. Not no a progress. complication. It's okay. Can. I mean, I'm no good at assisting on surgery, but. Like, at this point. The threat is dealt with. He, like, he was the only one that made it through the life. gate, so. Yeah. Saving the prophet's life is the bigger priority now. I might be able to help. Yeah, I don't. I don't do put that. some scrubs on. Uh, put some scrubs <laughs> on, Captain. Yeah, can be real uh, inspiring. Yeah, yeah exactly. like I don't know particularly. I don't particularly want to narrate like what what this failure is, but just doctor having a complication there. It just, just means that you weren't able to make progress on your surgery. Sure. Yeah. Right, but like, so there's no yeah, there's no negative points. Like with my lines, I didn't want to go into like yeah, yeah. what that not a progress was. So, oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Um, so it's, it's the doctor just looking up whichever one of you is about to be the most helpful, come over here. All right, so the rest of you Captain get the hell away from me. Yeah. Runs over and says, Doctor, you got this. The pox no longer here, and time is not of the essence. You're the only person and the best <laughs> tell, suited person. Tell that to this kangaroo person's <laughs> blood on my table. <laughs> Does Dr. Hudson say that? Yes. Basically. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, he's sedated. So, and under your care, I doubt anything bad is going to happen to him. So I just want you to remind 
yourself of the things you've reminded me all the time, which is, there is no second opinion, doctor. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I don't need a pep talk. I need you to stench this <laughs> blood flow. All right. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so are you assisting then? Captain? Yeah, I was going to try okay. and assist with the President's Command, but right. it, yeah. it seems like a rejection of that, so I'll do... Um, no, 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 like... <laughs> oh, okay. That, oh, I misunderstood then. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. No, oh, okay, cool. Like, totally, good, like... Then. We're on the same page then. Okay. That, that is in character what you're doing, right? But, like, Perfect. you still have to actually help me. You can't just stand there and pep talk me. And okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I, I'm happy with that. You then. got this. I'm so proud like, of you. How many of you saying, Johnny? Hold like, it here. Okay, so, yeah, the captain graciously accepts... That, that very strict suggestion, <laughs> instruction, and uh, tries to help. So, uh, right, let's so we roll. have one time unit to make up for his Lieutenant uh, Coleman. Cool. What did you want to do? Now you got the med kit up and running. Um, I mean, it could help with the surgery. Sure, but that's. Uh, I'll make that offer to everybody. It's just like this little doc robot might be able to help with this and or we could keep it well and there's a but, couple of them if i remember yeah. correctly yeah there was half a dozen or so on the cabinet oh yeah yeah and the other thing is that little thing actually knows their biology doc over here is kind of flying blind <laughs> uh, i got scans oh, that's true. yeah you did get scans earlier. before that's right yeah yeah um and yeah, I had the I role earlier of like what tools around would help and that's right. Get it to assist you. Do you accept? Do you want the robot to do the surgery? Seems like a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. So yeah. I'll I'll offer you a bargain. Since uh there is no second opinion. Um, <laughs> if you accept the help of the robot, you'll gain an advantage, which will basically reduce the difficulty back to two. However, if you refuse to accept the help of the robot, based on your um, on your uh, motivation for the original second opinion, I'll give you a bonus uh, determination. That's the one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't need a so damn doctor robot. says, uh, "No thanks, I got it." <laughs> Um, so the captain this is like, and <laughs> not like aggressively like fuck off. I don't need a robot, but it's just like like semi terse. Um, that will not be needed, Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right here's my um, so what are you doing, uh, Lieutenant? And actually, uh, Commander Kidna. Um, at this point, if the captain is assisting uh, the doctor. Um, Kid Neil and and the Klingon is dead. Uh, at this point, Kid Neil is going to move to the door uh, with uh, the lieutenant and or Maya uh, mm. and try and figure out how to get past because those two have got the prophet kind of under control. Because if, if I remember correctly, the lieutenant doesn't have any medicine. I have one. Right. Yeah. Same as me. Yeah. So I'm just getting. I'm getting out of the doctor's way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> could I, could uh, I, uh, I do. I do want to apologize to our Klingon friend. Like, I... Did you need him? So you you look up and Solid. he's kind of sulking by the door, sort of toying <laughs> at the debris that's left behind. Just kicking at the dirt. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, kind of dejected. Um, yeah. I wanted to take him myself. No, I don't need him. I mean, my word will be good enough that he is gone. Okay. But I cannot claim the honor for his defeat. Should have been faster. Yes, well, yeah, you should have been faster. <laughs> he just kind of bares his teeth in a sort of feral. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the captain's sitting there being like, <laughs> I'm trying to make some diploma- diplomacy <laughs> with a like, Klingon. You're all ruining it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the captain did hit the, the two out of three strikes earlier in this mission. <laughs> That's true. That was um, a matter of miscommunication, I think. Yeah. <laughs> out of character. More so than an in character thing. Fair. So, this is a little out of your bailiwick because you've never seen this kind of tech before. Um,. So, I'm kind of thinking this might be an insight engineering, but I'm willing to take arguments to the contrary. My insight status seven. (laughs) (laughs) That's my argument to the contrary. That's our crew. That's our crew. (laughs) Well, I would accept accept reason engineering if you wish, but I will increase the difficulty by one accordingly. Uh, I mean, Maya's helping us, right? True, she, Maya is helping you, but she's only assisting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, does she know more about how it works? Like, can she intuit she it better? She doesn't know what this is, but she knows a little more about the technology in general. Power systems and everything. Um, so yeah, I would be willing to let her, yeah, her focus try to figure it out. Then. So mm-hmm. If she's worked on this sort of thing. Do you want in her to take lead and then you assist, or do you want to lead and her assist you? I mean, I think it makes sense to assist her. Yeah. Both from a mechanical and narrative yeah. sense. Okay. Um, now, this will be a process, so getting successes in this way get you there, but you'll earn steps along the way. This is going to mm-hmm. be an extended task. So she's rolling 10 for insight engineering. Unless um, you guys so want I. To change that up. No. Okay. That's good. <laughs> it's better than my nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I like... All right. We can assist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, insight, engineering, assist. Oh. Ooh. That should only have been one die, but that was yeah. a two on the first one. But two on the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's three successes. Commander Kidney, what were you doing? Um, uh, you coordinating. Uh, yeah, I, I thought there was a limit to how many people could assist, so I wasn't jumping in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I can, I will definitely try. Sure. Especially because I'm in my head imagining like this is a wide, large door and we're working on different sides of it. And I'm, at it. I'm very useful at this. Um, okay. <laughs> We're making I progress. In you. I love that presence. I love that complication. This there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you're able to successfully analyze um, the defensive screen that's protecting the door. Um, the emitters appear to be on the other side of the door, so it's not like you can jam those. Um, it prevents any kind of electromagnetic, magnetic, also particles, energy. So it's a fairly effective defense. You wouldn't be able to get anything through there. Uh, but you kind of understand um, how the structure of the field uh, operates. 
it may be possible to find some tools or something engineering bay or in the science bay that might be able to create a mm. window within that field. Because you understand how it operates now, you just need to put equipment together that would be able to produce a countering effect. Okay. To, to punch a hole through it. Cool. So the commander will, uh, I mean, the complication will show up later, I'm sure, but I'm not not, not going to ask about that. Uh, we're just going to act like it didn't happen. Um, and uh, report back to the captain. Um, like kind of at arm's length back away from where the, the doc is, is doing work and be like, Captain, we think we have something figured out. We're going to head to engineering place that we saw there and see if we can scrounge together uh, something of use. Um, Commander using the the we here as if he is in some way actually contributing to this team. <laughs> Understood. Um, I think so it's for a good the competition, I'm going to take a threat. That's what I figured. Uh, and the, the captain says, uh, please be aware of any lingering invisible Klingons. Because <laughs> you wins. never know. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, Drew, by the nature of uh, sort of military rank, you have accomplished all of that which your underlings have accomplished. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> captain, I figured this out. <laughs> all right. Um, Captain Madoon okay. is busy in assisting. Madoon just kind of sulking now, but standing mm -hmm. guard. <laughs> yeah. So, Doctor Hudson, you want to give me another roll? Cool. I'm gonna yes. roll my assist now. Uh, mm -hmm. Difficulty is and two. This brand new. Got, yeah. got this determination bar in a hole in my pocket. <laughs> yep. Sure. You got one success, and you can re-roll one die. On top of my one that I already can, or yes, yes, for me because I have advisor. Excellent. So if I assist excellent, you with command. Excellent. Do we have any momentum available? No, we do not. Are you spending your determination? I am. Okay. Oh, unless actually, so that's going to uh, get you to two right off the bat. I thought quick, it was right. if you rolled one at least. If you succeed, yeah. yeah. If you get yeah. this one success, yes. Uh, Greg, I have a question. Mm -hmm. In that last roll between Lieutenant Zekelnim and Maya, what was the difficulty? The difficulty was four. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six uh, on two. So you can bank for momentum or obtain information. Bank all four of them. Yeah. Okay. Or you can um, spend two and reduce the difficulty to one for your next roll. I don't think that's bad because that also that means extra good. stuff would be more momentum in the future, too. Yeah. Yeah, but we're spending two dice for, well... Yeah. yeah, but it also puts it down to one, so just one success will do it. Mm -hmm. And with you assisting... I think, just... I think it we're, it's probably... We can get difficulty, too. Mm -hmm. Up to you. Whatever I'm going to spend the momentum. Okay, cool. Okay. So you bank two, and it's now difficulty one moving forward. All right. So that's three and two successes. All right. Um, Lieutenant Zakolnim and Commander Wadoon, or um, Commander Kitneal and Wadoon. Time to start. All right, engineering and science lab. Elsewhere? And are you guys working together or independently? Um, and Maya. I mean, probably together. Yeah, at this point, um, especially if Maya and the Lieutenant have kind of formulated a plan mm -hmm. of what they need to put mm -hmm. together the commander is going to 
pull a commander and actually like coordinate is like oh you need what piece okay this thing here and maya's got that and is going to kind of be the the guy in the middle trying to keep things moving okay yeah. um so you have your successful analysis i'm gonna need like three successes to put together a tool of some kind to punch through unless you get some amazing results and then you might just find a tool in the bay that will just do that Okay. Mm. So what are we rolling to search? Uh, this will be reason and engineering. Reason. Or, engineering. Um, if you're in the science lab, it would be reason science. Yeah, I was going to search the science lab first just because that's what I know better. Sure. sure. And uh, I don't know if I should roll as an assist command or that is a... Well, that's the thing. You need three successes, but you can obtain those successes independently. The difficulty is going to be two to find the things that you're looking for. So if you pitch me some sort of an engineering or science sort of activity, you can get it all in one time time unit if you split up and and work independently. Or you can increase your chances of success for individual time, but take longer getting it. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I guess I can do reason engineering. That's not yeah, terrible. Okay. You go search the engineering lab while I search the science lab? Yep. Okay. I got two. I got one. Hey. Uh, none for Maya. So one success. Yep. Okay. So you've got some of the components you need. We'll be working on the rest of that after the break. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Holy I moly. Re- I remembered Ooh. everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally zoned out on it. Yep. Um, I just happened to glance down and see it was 7.33. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, really appreciate you guys having you here. I hope you're enjoying our Star Trek Adventures one-shot. We'll do take some time off to uh, uh, prepare for our next Mage Chronicle. Uh, please, please Soon. join us on Discord. It's just an amazing community at eatinto.space. Um, it's so much fun. It's just great people. Um, and if you uh, feel so inclined, we welcome you to support us on Patreon at staylucky.club. Uh, money used, uh, money that we raise there goes to refreshing equipment for um, the cast and for paying for awesome artwork. I'm so excited. Um, if you are on Patreon right now, you can see the the the, the clean roughs of uh, the new character designs um, that are up on uh, Patreon. So um, if you remember, go ahead and check those out. And uh, Twitch folks, we'll see you guys after the break. Uh, YouTube guys, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Join us next time for more Bold Action!